Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my girl, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? Great. How are you? I am excellent. Let's start by talking about our sponsor this week. Who we got? Who we got? We, we have uh, 1040.com. Time is running out to participate in the 1040 tax challenge so that you can win 1040 to Rogue. I don't know why you wouldn't do it. All you have to do is uh, 10 burpees and 40 air squats as fast as you can. Sign up uh, at the link. We'll post it in the show notes and put it on social. Uh, So sign up on 1040's website. They'll send you a link to competition corner where you can upload your video. And if you're the fastest burpee or air squatter, you get $1,040 to Rogue. Also, if you post your video on social, you could win from there. Also, if you get everyone else in your gym to sign up, the gym with the most participation will win money to rogue. So like it's money to rogue people. Let's go. Money get, to rogue. Get, your, get your shit done. How, uh, how fast could you do it right now? <laughs> uh, is, is there a 10 minute time? Gap? <laughs> is it, is it against the rules? Cause you get the, it's like bouncing a deadlift when you bounce off the, when you, when you I've come off the doing, floor for the burpees. I've been doing step up, step backs and they swear to God, burpees take me a million years. Mm, well, if it's any consolation, that's how I feel every day. So you're yes. probably at the same speed now. So that's totally, good. totally. So we could race. Um, it is. It's also worth saying that um, the winners of the 1040 tax challenge also get to use 1040.com to do their taxes for free, which is pretty sweet because that's, that's that's also got to get done um, by what's tax day? April 15th. It yes. got extended, but like just do it by April 15th to like not totally screw yourself over hey, tax day got extended i'm in banking i should know this when did I it get extended know that. i don't know it got extended because like the world is crazy do not take tax advice from this podcast people you maybe don't go to 1040 yes. <laughs> i am not a source for tax advice i am not a source for financial advice i'm i'm a, a source for dad jokes and occasional dad advice it's the best i can do so. and memes and memes source yeah. for memes um, I'm very excited to share this episode with our listeners today. We've been we've been kind of sitting on this one for a minute, and and I I always love sitting down with Scott. So um, Scott Britton from Battle Cancer sat down with us a few weeks ago, and was just had a chance to tell us about all the awesome initiatives that they're going to be running for the charity this upcoming year, and. It's just always so nice to catch up with someone from across the pond. <laughs> it was interesting to me. Yeah, I felt the same way. It's always great sitting down with him. And we've sat on this episode so long. When I listened back to it, it was interesting. I had not considered the ramifications of the pandemic on other charities. And so it was interesting to hear his perspective. And, you know, I hate to say that, you know, cancer is always relevant because unfortunately it is. Um, yeah. But he's doing such amazing work there. And it's it's good to hear they're coming through it. And and doing a lot of great stuff. So I think it's, it'll be fun for everybody to hear what they're working on for sure. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, with that, we will uh, turn it over to Scott. Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John, back with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you feeling? Oh my God. Are you breathing into the microphone? Oh, it's the dog. <laughs> it's so awkward. He was like sitting right next to me and I feel like he's, he's breathing so loud. He's like, I, want, <gasps> I knew it was, I, I just wanted to make sure people knew it wasn't me. That was all. <laughs> it's a really exciting episode. John's you can tell. Hey, wouldn't be the, would not be <laughs> the first be time, first but to answer time, your question, yeah. I'm feeling fine. I'm uh, back into 
you know, working out amongst people again and where I was Ego. wearing my mask at work today and like my glasses are fogging up mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I, re- I hate this. I remember now why I hate this. Yeah. It's not, not fun, so, but we're going to talk about all the diseases today. we got Scott Brits on for battle cancer. Oh my God, what a segue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to lead with a question for you, Scott. How's it feel to no longer be the top disease? How's that feel? Uh, now that Rona's just taken over. That's got to suck for you guys. What the hell, man? This also begins with a C. So, you know, it's kind know. of like... I know. It's hit, it's hit everything. Uh, well, the you know, if we're going to give thumbs up to cancer, you guys don't have to wear a mask. So, you've had that going this whole time. There's that. <laughs> there oh, my go. God. The most morbid jokes ever. No, I am. I am. <laughs> I am uh, glad to be shifting the spotlight away from that C, COVID, and over to the other C, cancer, which I wish I didn't have to. I wish, obviously, that this was never a thing that we had to talk about. But I'm very excited to have Scott back on. If you're a longtime listener, then you probably heard us chatting about battle cancer in the past. But there's a lot of really cool new shit going on. And I am happy to have you on, good sir, to let us know about the great work you guys have been doing recently. Thank you. And yeah, like the C that is on everybody's mind is COVID. But the really shit thing is that there's no vaccines for cancer. So, you know, I don't know. There's none of that coming. So what we wanted to do was I certainly don't have the brain power or any of the intelligence to work on stopping it. So we wanted to really get something launched that was going to be for people who have had cancer and want to get back to a really good quality of life. And yeah, a little shine away from COVID, 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 COVID. Mm -hmm. You know, it was really interesting to me the first time I met you, Scott. We met in Norway, right? It feels like a million years ago. In in the weirdest place to have met (laughs) someone from America and someone from the UK. We met in the hills of Norway. In the mountains of Norway uh, for the Norwegian (laughs) CrossFit Championship. Oh, take a moment to remember competitions. Uh, I was allowed to stand near you. (laughs) I know we were, we were, you know what I kept saying in the beginning of all things COVID, like I bet we were exposed early on because we were doing all sorts of international travel in like February and like the ship had already hit the fan. We just weren't talking about it yet. So that's why I'm convinced I'm never going to get it. Someday we're all going to, we're all going to look back on these days and be like, remember when I just handed you my sandwich and you took a bite and I didn't blink (laughs) at it. Like that's, that's what it was. The shit is never coming back ever. But Anyway, um, back when Scott and I first met and he started telling me about all the work that they were doing over at Battle Cancer, I didn't realize how important this initiative is when people are in treatment or in remission for reasons that you might not necessarily think about. Like, obviously, when you think of someone dealing with a disease, like it's terrible, it's difficult, it takes a toll on their lives, whatever. But when people are in the healing process, I think generally we kind of think that they're like, oh, better. Yay, you won. Oh, better. And, and I think what I learned most through working with battle cancer a little bit is that, you know, once you deal with that kind of physical and emotional wreckage (laughs) like you are kind of a shell of a human and the doctors are like great you're healed like go back to your life and you're kind of like stop like what what is my life and who am I and where is my strength and how do I fit myself back into daily life so it's just such a it's such a great program and I think that that it affects people in a way that unless you've been through it you might not necessarily even realize is a factor and area you need to be helped. 
Yeah, 100%. And like, you know, for most people listening to this, somebody, you went into a gym and somebody told you what Fran was. And then you're like, ah, that's okay. Like 21, 15, nine of just two <laughs> movements. Like, that's fine. And that's then the mind some, fuck we know and love. <laughs> and then once someone's just like told you about that and you go and do it and then you can't breathe for like a day afterwards, uh-huh. it's just like the coach is like, oh, you've done it now. Everything's fine. Well, no, no, I'm not really fine. Like I have severe stuff that's affecting me post this. And I've also got a lot of mental trauma of having to do that 21, 15, nine. And also, like, there's so many people out there that do it way faster than me. And, like, that's a really kind of crass and crude way of of getting it across to people. But it is like that. And regardless of where you're from in terms of if you have universal health care or you have really good insurance and it covers things, once you're primarily done, so once they say you are in remission and those abnormal cell growths have stopped, like, that's it. It's like, oh, cool. See you later. Hope we don't see you again. And that is like literally it. And up to 95% of people post-treatment like suffer chronic fatigue for up to three years. And that's from the treatment. It's not from the cancer itself. It's from the various forms of treatment. And that chronic fatigue is not just like, oh, I feel a bit tired. Like It's genuinely stopping people from living lives. So what we wanted to do was plug that gap and make sure that people didn't have to think oh no, like, can I afford this? Or who do I listen to? Or people are telling me no all the time because they're scared of touching me because I've had cancer. Like, you know, we joke about like at the beginning in terms of COVID, like everyone's scared of each other. That's happened for people post-cancer treatment for years because people are just terrified of touching them or training them or doing things because they think they're going to make them worse. And that's so not the case. And research has really shown that that's not the case. Right. Right. I was going to say, and yet there are like legitimate scientific studies that show, no, if you get back to physical activity, specifically the kind of physical activity we do in CrossFit, it helps on a physical level, on a mental level, on a recovery level, like all of that is there. And in insane ways. So, you know, not just in terms of like energy, in terms of like muscle coming back, but even things like the digestive system. So people who have had chemo or radiotherapy, it doesn't just magically target those abnormal cells. Like it fucks your whole body up. Oh, totally. And everything that comes as a result from that, like when you start to exercise, you start to build up your own immunity again, regardless of like how intense that is or not. People find significant increases in so many different areas that you wouldn't just attribute to doing movement. It's it's incredible what happens to the body. And that's been the whole concept of what we wanted to do and and make this something truly universal. You know, Scott, I'd like to say that when Nikki curses on the show, it sounds really crass. But when you do it, (laughs) when you do it, it sounds lovely. Just so so you know. Classy when he does it. <laughs> Doesn't it? So much classier. Maybe every time I curse, I'll just fake like a British accent. I'll be just like going around <laughs> yes. and I'll be like, shit. And it sounds the same. Doesn't I, there's no point. That that's was not a, bad. That's that's not the worst I've heard. That was uh, that was pretty bad. Do it again. No, it no again. I'm not gonna do no? it again. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Cut this out. <laughs> right. So I, I have a question. Somebody reached out to me the other day. I thought it was interesting. Uh, you know, I've been uh I've collaborated on some socks recently where we were these pink socks and we were donating uh, the proceeds to a cancer charity and it was uh, for women. It was called her name socks, right? It was breast cancer awareness. 
And somebody messaged me and they go like, you know, there's a lot of other types of cancer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm aware, uh, you know, and they're like, well, you can, Accurate. yeah, I'm like, as a matter of fact, we got battle cancer coming on in a week or so. And they're like, oh, that's great. But then it got me thinking like we're, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Like how much has this pandemic affected your fundraising? Like what you guys do on a day, day in and day out basis or ha- has it at all or not? Yeah. So like insanely. So, you know, even if you look in general, so most cancer charities have been hit by like up to 95% reduction um, and laid people off left, right and center. So in the UK alone, there's going to be an additional 60,000 deaths, which are medically classed as avoidable. So they wouldn't have happened, but it's because of a, a lack of early screenings, because hospitals have canceled routine screenings, routine operations, and even people on radiotherapy and chemotherapy, they're getting canceled as well or or they're getting put off so just in the uk an additional sixty thousand people will die that didn't have to because if the normal routine was going they'd have been fine and they'd have have been pulled through so i don't even know how to begin to calculate that across the us like considerably bigger you go you know like one of your states is twice the size of of our whole place (laughs) Uh, so that is not just in terms of like financial so yeah i mean we we were hit incredibly in terms of what we do and how we operate and like we just stopped taking a wage we like luckily i had a pension had um things like that that we that we went into but because we believe in it so much but a big thing for us was that we continued to do really like activations here in the UK. We did loads of stuff online um, and like partnerships that we've had and partnerships that we forged have like really helped us to launch these programs, which are incredibly cost effective. And it's a big issue with a lot of people here in terms of when you donate to a cancer charity, like how much of that goes in admin and goes in various other things and how much goes to what you're doing. And the, the, the beauty of what we've done is it's literally like 98% goes straight through to, to funding the program in the way that we're delivering it. So although we've been hit, I was like, well, I'm not just going to sit here and moan about it and feel really sorry for myself. It's like, let's just do something with less money. Like, let's just get thriftier. Like, let's make sure we have a really good impact on less. But it's the it's that huge amount of impact that's not just on financials. It's, it's the people as well. I would also like to point out that 100% of proceeds would go to, you know, the people who are being directly affected by this. If you had it up to you, I know (laughs) you like Scott's on the back end being like, let's just give them all the money. And like, I just won't eat this week. I'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. I'll be shredded. And then like, I know how you guys operate and uh, you and your wife, Rhea, like you guys are, you dedicate your whole entire lives and souls to this. So to to be fair, Nikki, the 2% goes to his beard grooming habits. I I watch you on Instagram. 1% to beard, 1% to beard, 1% to ramen noodles i, I saw the post they had some post of the day where it's like all the beard grooming habits and like the lab or something <laughs> I forget what, what you're what you're uh pitching on there but i'm like my beard's not nice enough to use like you know Do you think beard you could gel grow yours or, out? could you grow yours out like scott's uh, no, not like scott's no, no? it would not it's look that good his looks manly he looks like a man i look yeah. like a, I, I would look like a llama who'd been through chemo that's what i would look like it would be like patchy and like homeless and like terrible like it would just um, not be good it would not be matt good. could do it matt has a fierce beard does he Red I, I imagine yeah. he looks like a young dumbledore that's what I more Viking. Very Viking. Very oh, Viking. Like, like Thor, he could could he braid it? It would be amazing. It probably like after a while, probably I wouldn't be down for that. 
I put my foot. So down, you know the two percent thing. Like, do you know where that the problem with the two percent? So I say what? like ninety eight percent because the the platforms that people donate through charge you. Oh right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like literally the two percent goes back to the platforms. So they take mm. about twenty. They take twenty five cents of every donation and then like a three percent flat. So when I talk about that two percent, it's not even because that's not going to it. It's literally going to the companies that have to process the money, and like that's the whole thing with this. It's like, just give it me, just fire it, and we'll put it through. Right. But right, it's so unfortunate that there's like regulations against that. We were like, just send me a check; it'll be totally fine. <laughs> because like you know, the good people actually would put it all the way through, but yeah. unfortunately, that's uh, <laughs> that's not how it works. So um, I am incredibly impressed that you guys have been so like thrifty and staying on top of it and not let 2020 bring you down. And so I'm particularly excited about this new initiatives that you guys have launching. I mean, the last time you were on, I think we did talk a little bit about the battle cancer program where you're training your bringing, you know, uh, cancer survivors into CrossFit gyms and coaching them and then sending a couple of them off to get their L1 so that they are coaches for the next round of people. Like it's such a cool, sustainable system, but I know that you've expanded the program a lot since the last time we spoke about it. So tell us what you've got going on. Yeah. So it goes into two things, but like the first one is something that I get way too excited about and I get really excited about it, and I think it's really good. And then I'll tell somebody in like a media room and they look at me like, this is not of interest to me because I can't sell advertising on it. Um, oh, there's so that, I mean, yeah. So I apologize to anyone listening thinking, who is this guy and why is he so excited about it? But it's <laughs> the first one is that we're bringing it online. So we worked with the guys at Move Forward Northern Ireland to get this concept. And then we also worked with just a phenomenal doctor. He's a professor. He's got so many letters after his name that I don't understand what they all say. <laughs> it literally is like, well, I don't know, something in Welsh. But he's been doing this for eight years as well. And we've combined those two concepts and the two research-led stuff to create a 12-week program that you can join anywhere in the English-speaking world. So unfortunately, we only have it in English at the moment. But you'll join and then across 12 weeks, you'll get delivered videos. You'll get us literally talking you through the system and like how to do the workouts. Uh, we send you like packages as well. So you know exactly like how you're going to test yourself as you go through the 12 weeks. And then you get constant reports. So it tells you like, oh, I'm actually improving my lung capacity. I'm actually improving my grip strength. I'm improving my mobility to keep you going. And you also join a global community where we support you with social workers and people who've been through the program before. And do you know how much it costs to join? How, mu how much does it cost? Zero. Absolutely nothing. So $3.99. <laughs> So nothing. We don't want anyone to pay us anything to do it. And it's unlimited. So you don't, we, we, it's not just like we can only have five people on there. We can have thousands of people and we use this really cool platform called Fitter that delivers everything. So once you've joined, you get emails from us and then you get the program delivered to you and you could do it at any time. You can even have a buddy come in and do it. You can even, if you're already, you know, you used to go to a gym or you know that there's a loved one who goes to a gym, you can go to the gym and show them the program and then they can run you through it as well when you're there. And it's a world's first. Like there is literally, this isn't anywhere in the world, but we're the first people to do it. And it's going to get better and keep evolving because the cool thing is, when people put their results in, we learn, okay, like if you've had this type of cancer, you've had this kind of age, and these are the results that you get, we can change and tweak constantly how we suggest you should work out and recover. 
And again, there's nothing in the world that's done that before. So I am ridiculously excited for Sunday. And I'll say this and probably like, we'll have one person who will join and it'll probably be someone who just wants to like help us out. But it's, <laughs> it's there and ready to go. So cool. So is there, are there certain parameters that people need to fit in order to be a part of the program? Like, do they need to tell you like, I am battling cancer or I did battle cancer? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So when they join, there's a few things and we are constantly learning and like working with different research led projects to be able to kind of suit and change the program for that but you have to be at least three months clear of uh, of chemo so that's number one and because chemo is so invasive in terms of your immune system what it does to your body what it can do to your blood work so you have to be at least three months and then your primary care doctor has to have signed you off to say you can engage in some form of physical activity and so as as long as you've done those two things and there's only uh, we can't the program isn't designed to deal with people who've had a particular type of brain cancer and also someone who's had something called bone mastitis, which is where the cancer cells go into your bones. Again, that's just because they're incredibly severe and they have an awful lot of like various difficulties with them. As long as you've not had those things, that's literally it. You could have had cancer 10 years ago. Like, I don't care. We want to just help you. Like, that's the whole game thing. This feels like a really like low barrier entry into the yes the crossfit world but also like the general functional fit also just like the getting off your ass world like this just seems like a really great opportunity you know it's hard to look at someone let alone a cancer survivor hard to look at a person who might not be familiar with crossfit or used to crossfit and be like hey go to this box it's gonna change your life like you know there's so much already surrounding functional fitness that is a little bit intimidating for people so i just feel like home programming. It's an app. It's tailored to you. It's totally free. We're going to track your progress. Like this is a great low barrier entry into the world. I hope we get a ton of people who fall in love with CrossFit and who end up wanting to continue on their functional fitness journey beyond this 12 weeks. Yeah. And that's the whole thing that we wanted it to be a kickstart. And, but my, my kind of whole ethos behind it is, you know, if you come and you just want to be able to play with your grandkids again, or if you want to be able to just return to work, like, I don't really care if you, you know, I'm not going to tell you, oh, you're going to have a shot at Matt Frazier, because let's be honest, no one's going to have a shot at Matt Frazier until he Facts. decides that he doesn't want to do it. <laughs> but but that's if that's your goal, cool, but that's not. So one of the things we work with is the World Health Organization's Quality of Life Questionnaire. So we work on those parameters that are built in that to try and aim to get people back to just having a good quality of life. And one of the huge aspects that we've seen and been so touched by everyone in the CrossFit community is that that's the goal for so many boxes. Like literally, unless you're mayhem, which is pretty much like you have to win the CrossFit Games, which Mm. I'm sure they have plenty of lovely people there, but quite often they're all fantastic athletes. Like it's just they want to have a good quality of life. And that's that's been the huge, huge thing that's that's built into the back of this to try and get you to that point. And also mentally, it's really difficult to see any changes within yourself. So having something that talks to you and shows you that, and I mean, like, John, you've been going through the Rona and like you will have seen how you've been affected when you just started back training again. But, you know, in a couple of weeks, you'll probably be back to exactly how you was and you won't notice that increase unless somebody like flat out shows you. And I think that's another cool aspect to try and help people mentally realize, oh, no, I'm, I am getting stronger. I'm getting again. better. Like, yeah. 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 Well, you guys have your own leaderboard for the CrossFit Open now that we can do that. Ooh, you should, Scott. 
It's not a bad idea. Oh, Maybe yeah. I might win a leaderboard then. That just might be good. Yeah, there you go. I <laughs> love that idea, John. Well, it means you have to oh. you have to sign up. Are you going to do the open? That I guess that should have been question one. Yeah, I think this is probably the best chance I've got of getting in the top 100 in the UK because most Ooh. people can't get access to a gym. So I think by default, <laughs> I, can, I can do all right. <laughs> you guys, this is going to be my 10th open. Wow. Oh, Where are my abs? It's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, number eight or so for me, I yeah. think. Yeah, gross. I know. Um, <laughs> so this app launch is huge. Great job. Great work to your entire team for trying to figure out how to make that happen in a year where so many people just gave up <laughs> on all their <laughs> initiatives uh, for good reason. Um, but the, but there's more. Like I'm I'm really excited about the second half of this, the the in-person portion of this, particularly yeah. because I know there's going to be one kind of near me. So I'm I'm excited to see that happening. So tell yeah. us about the the in-person initiatives too. So I kind of, although I come from a really rough part of the UK and I was in the police for like nine years, I think that there's like this inbuilt like fitness hippie that lives somewhere inside me. And I really just was like, we can't just have this happen in two places. Like, so it's been happening in Northern Ireland, happening in, in our gym. I was like, we can't just have that happening there. And so I was like, okay, we've not a lot of money. How do I do this in as many places as possible? So I can't open up gyms because like I don't have that money. Um, but what we realized was that actually when people have donated to us, other than the online program, we can we can pay for coaches because coaches have had a huge amount of like experience working with all different kinds of people. But the barrier usually is they're scared to work with someone post-cancer because they've not done an advanced like physio and, and PT course that would allow them to do so. So because the barrier of entry is so low for us and because this program is research driven, I was like, right, if we give them every single thing, like give them videos and documentation and like video calls and absolutely everything, maybe someone's going to feel a little bit better to do that. So I just started reaching out to gyms and asking people and then slowly it's built and built. And we're going to launch 10 locations where if you're in that area, you can pre-register because obviously covid and who knows what's wow. where and what you can do but we want to pre-register people so we can actually host 10 of these places all across the we've got some in the us and some in the uk for 12 people at a time so again like the classes are limited because of covid um but that's 12 people that will get two free classes every week for 12 weeks and they'll also get a really cool gift package from us which is some clothing some recovery stuff from from the guys at high price that help us they'll get some supplements and then they'll also get these free classes that, again, free. Like, we don't want any money back. We don't want to ask anything. We just want you to turn up and enjoy some process of trying to get a little bit better and, and be in a community of people that want to help you. I didn't realize it was that many locations. That's awesome. Way to go, guys. So there's a few we can't say yet because they're being like a little bit, oh, we're going to wait to say. Um, which are really. Some really, really cool ones. Um, but in the US, we've got them coming to Miami, which is really, really cool. I mean, like li probably one of the sweetest guys I've ever met is is, uh, is Bill Olsen, so Noah's dad. So we're holding one at his gym. And oh, Noah's gonna Bill. Bill is so, so nice, like unreal. And you kind of see where Noah gets it from. And so Noah's actually going to coach some of the sessions as well <gasps> and join in, which is really, really cool. Um, oh, we've got cool. them coming to Boston, we've got them coming to San Diego with the guys at Invictus. So we've got three of the, the main coaches at, at Invictus at San Diego. And 
uh, and CJ and everyone there has just been unreally supportive in terms of what we're trying to do. Um, we're hopefully going to bring one to Texas, maybe one to Tennessee. Um, and yeah, so that will be five that we would have across the US. And then in the UK, we've got them in London. We've got them in Manchester. The one at Manchester is Sam Briggs's gym, which is really cool. Oh, She's- so cool done so much with us including me make me making me do a 50k run and a 50k row in the same day before Ooh. christmas oh you, you yeah. did that with her i read that bridge she had done that i'm How sorry did you say it? 50k run 50 yeah K's? it was disgusting all those k's yeah. how many miles is that someone tell me so it was 30 miles uh 30 mile run and 30 mile row that we did she did it significantly faster than me i'm just gonna put that out there you ran 30 miles in a day and then did stuff yeah I can't not like I, this. I keep putting myself in these positions. Uh, like, <laughs> how long did it take you? Uh, around about like just under eleven hours. Ew. It was a long time. Yeah. yeah. Like I ran a marathon one time ever in my life, one time, and <laughs> um, was like disabled for two days. Same. Oh, I trained the next day. You knew. Well, I, in fairness, I <laughs> walked. <laughs> I walked around because I had to. <laughs> but no, that not okay. That was not okay. Wild. Yeah, but that's so, cool. I mean, that's cool that she's hosting and supporting. That's really yeah, neat. Yeah, it, it's amazing. So to have such like key people has has been really big because the biggest thing that we're going to struggle with is surprise, surprise. Like I have no advertising budget, so I mm. can't tell people that this is free for them to come to. So just getting everyone's help to just talk about the fact that this is free. We don't want anything for it. But if you live in those cities and you're close to those gyms, like we really want you to pre-register with us so we can start building that up. Um, and that's like, that's as much as it is like, but yeah, I just don't have ad dollars to start going to people and, and putting things in newspapers. I ring a lot of them up and they're very surprised when they hear my accent. Like when I ring like <laughs> San Diego news and like KWTV in Miami, they're like, are you sure you're free to the right place? Like, no, I promise it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Wild. Oh, sorry, I thought John was going to say something. No, I was just having a drink. I'm just having a drink. Having what are you drinking drink. about? Uh, soda water. It's very exciting. Oh, wow. I know, LaCroix. So exciting. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I am like forever impressed at your drive, Scott, because I know that this was something that you dreamed up just based on your personal experiences and the experiences of so many other people that you know share in the devastation that cancer can bring since you started this when did you start relatively recent like 2017 was when we did the first ever one yeah first ever like event and then we kind of got serious in like 2019 so since you started as an as an event organization, by the way, which 2020 has absolutely wiped out, which <laughs> blows. But since you started and had to evolve with the times and had to figure out how to not only evolve because the world is changing, but also because your impact is changing. You know, you're more than just bringing people together at events, which was cool in and of itself. Now you have your own gym. Now you have this program that's backed by science. Now you're expanding this program all over the world. Like, what has your personal journey been like, given the fact that you've put all of this work in and you had a real, like, emotional reason for being here to begin with? Yeah, I like it's it's kind of strange. Like, I get asked that a lot in terms of 
like the impact of it and like why do we want to do stuff and i come back to it i think it's because i'm probably very much on the artistic spectrum and if you tell me something and i don't understand why people don't do something i'm like okay well i'm just gonna do that like it makes no sense like why do you not do that so when when it came really apparent that there was nothing for people post-treatment and there is zero reason why that's the case and there's thousands of gyms across the world that could just host people that could just let people in that could solve that problem i was like well that makes no sense to me why that's not been solved. So I'm just going to keep being really annoying and I'm going to keep doing stuff until that happens. And no, I think like COVID has shown everybody that there's two ways that you could have dealt with the past year. Like you could have written that year off and just said, I've survived it and it was horrible and everything's really bad. Or you could just say, well, okay, whatever I was doing before, this is just cemented that this is what I want to do. And this is what I believe in doing. And I think I've met so many people who are just in that mindset that it's been fantastic. It's kind of like push it along the way, but I do really just see this as the beginning. Like I just, I just see that this is a chance for me to prove to people that put this in a gym. Like I cannot tell you how many emails I send to Eric and everyone else at CrossFit. And it's really cool. They're, they're finally getting back to us and they're starting to engage. I know they've been insanely busy, but that's my point. Like anyone that listens to this, you know, contact us, let's put one on in your gym. Like let's do stuff. I think that's always the drive. And I think when you see cool stuff happen from like crying into your laptop at midnight at night, then it's like, Oh, well, I'll do it again tomorrow night because uh-huh. this stuff is going to happen. And totally. you've seen it with your own business. Like you've seen yeah. it with growing, growing this podcast and like growing all of the cool stuff that you guys do. Like you've seen the work make an impact and that impacts even crazy when I get people messaging me, like there's a young lad, young, he was a really good CrossFitter, 17, uh, he's called Rob Baichan, and he'd uh, got cancer during COVID, couldn't train, he's 17 years old. 17? Um, and he contracted, yeah. oh God. And like getting the, met. so we, we got some messages when we picked him to like win this competition and the messages from his mom, from his brother, from him, from his girlfriend, like the messages that came through were just unreal. And I was like, do you know what? Like, that's exactly why it's so addictive to try and solve a problem for people that that they're having around the world, not just here in the UK. And I, and I think that's definitely why that little drive is there. And yeah. You um you brought up an interesting point where if people hear this and they maybe aren't um, cancer survivors or don't know any that they want to recommend, but they work, they coach in a gym or they own a gym or or something and they want to host one of these programs, can they? Are you guys open to finding new locations? Yeah. How do they get in touch with you? So, I mean, just going on to battlecancer.com or if they want to learn more specifically about the program, there's battlecancerprogram.com, both linked through to each other anyway. So if you just can't remember one, you can get through to the other. Um, but there's two ways. So like we're always fundraising for the next round. So we, we have enough money to put 10 of these on for three months. Once they're done, we're like, we need to continually fundraise to put them on again. So for each location, it costs like around about $900. So that's for that's for 12 people for 12 weeks. So it's really, really good value. But even in the meantime, like if you don't want us to pay you to do it, and this is something that's been a passionate project for you and you want to be able to deliver this, like reaching out to me. So just scott at battlecancer.com or even going through the websites to contact, we will give you everything. We'll even do all of the backend support for everybody who would come in the program. There's the first difference is, is we don't have the funds to pay, but going forward from that the more fundraising we do the more commercial partnerships we get the more we can put on so but in as i say in between like we don't have an ip on this stuff like we want to just share it it's kind of like elon musk when he like 
you know, Tesla has no IP on their stuff. And he's like, well, that just means that more people will buy electric cars because more people will make them. And that's my whole thing. Like, I don't need to own it. I just want people to use it. And so, yeah, we're, we're happy to give it to anyone who wants to run one. Cool. That's awesome. I bet. I hope, I hope people are hearing this and being like, yeah, I got two hours a week. I can dedicate to some really great, you know, really great initiatives. And I own a gym and and you can pick, I know that you guys are very flexible. Like you pick a class time that's off hours from your current class time. You know, you, you figure out how to get yourself, get your coaches compensated if, and when there's funds to do that. Like, I know that there's, you guys have been very thoughtful. You're not just like out here invading gyms and taking up space. And <laughs> it's tough. It's tough right now because gyms yeah. are struggling to try to figure out how to get their own 12 people at a time, <laughs> you know, into yeah. class with COVID restrictions and everything. Hopefully there's a light at the, at the end of the tunnel for all of that. And the, you know, battle cancer program included, hopefully we'll be able to expand that beyond current measures when the world goes back to normal. But in the meantime, a lot. <laughs> And that's the thing, like just speaking to people now is is so difficult in terms of, you know, we all don't know, like aliens might invade is the next thing I imagine that's going to be lined up for us to deal with. I hope so. so. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's all been a big, one big reality TV show for aliens. Uh, That'd make Mm. things a little bit better. But yet, like just having the things in place for us to recruit people, that recruitment of someone is huge. Like somebody knowing, okay, at some point this year, I can start a program is going to get them through. Like, so we, I'm not expecting people to just instantly be like, yeah, cool. We're just going to cancel all our classes and we're just going to turn into this health service. Like it has to start somewhere. And even if it's just getting people registered and excited in that city or in that location, that's a massive thing for people who are post-treatment, just knowing that something's there and knowing that somebody's like cares for them and that it's coming. I think that's like not to be understated how cool that is. Can we get Chris Helmsworth to do a thing in a gym i don't care which one i will go to it oh my god i'll really try i'll really try (laughs) that would be cool it was very cool to see him in um in some of your your last initiatives i was in a video video. with him not with him with him cut into the same video that he was also cut into but i'm gonna take that as a win (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is very handsome. He is like huge. And like our really good friend who uh, Bobby who kind of set all that like he's been staying with Chris over Christmas. Chris with Christmas. So it was really cool to like get some information over to those guys, see how they're training. I think he basically just does sneaky CrossFit, but he has he his does own do sneaky uh, CrossFit. Uh, totally. It, yeah, it's got their own app, like it's called Center. So I, I think it's basically like, oh, we do sneaky CrossFit. But man, that guy's big. So I, yeah. I think it'd be quite interesting to give him like a, a hunter wild card to the games to see how he does. Ooh. People just stop and stare at him. Yeah, I would I would Yep. You'd be interviewing wildly distracted. I would. I would now interview um, anyone named Chris Hemsworth as in addition to each <laughs> uh, like round winner. That would be my new job. I would just say that. You'd be like, Matt Frazier, I'll get to you in a minute. Chris, come here. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. We talk We're about. best friends now, turns out. <laughs> We've oh been God. in the same video. <laughs> we basically best friends. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this info, Scott. One more time, if people want to get involved, what can they do? Yeah, so go to battlecancer.com or if you really want to specifically go to the program, battlecancerprogram.com. So basically type 
any of those into Google, it's going to bring you around. It's not too difficult to remember. Uh, but then also like on Instagram, it's just at battle.cancer. And again, I am always shoving it down people's throats about where they can come and what they can do. Um, so any of those, and just please, honestly, like the last time I was on here, we got so many cool emails from people that were literally saying, I live in X place. Can, are you going to help us? Oh, I great. live in this place. Are you going to help us? And I had to email them all and be like, I'm really sorry. I don't have anything now when now I can email everyone back and be like, actually, yes, I can. Yeah. Yay. So, yeah. So it was a direct thing. So honestly, I know I'm always like emailing you guys and like, oh, please can I do this? Please can I do that. And you're so gracious every time. And genuinely the impact was felt like it. And I awesome. really hope that this one will be again as well. That's awesome. I, I think this is the longest we've ever seen you with your shirt on though. I mean, this time. This time. I mean, if you, what's, are we all just going to take our shirts off? Uh, yeah, three, two, I'm one. not. I'm not. <laughs> I was ready. In I, fairness, Scott's staying up. It's like 11 o'clock for him right now. In fairness, uh, he's totally staying up to do this with us. No, Scott's always posted on Instagram because that's where I, you know, primarily catch everything. And I'm like, damn, and I hate this guy. He's too fit. Like, so fit. So fit, good beard, all the tattoos. I'm like, I'm everything he's not, you know? <laughs> I have You're just crying humor. into your phone. I am. I'm just like, I look good like that. It's terrible. I don't know, though. My, my wife, Freya, she was like, oh, Eric and John look very similar and very good in those photographs. So I was getting a little bit concerned myself from, well, from some of that content. Look, look, Eric has completely and utterly stolen my look. I mean, I, <laughs> matter of fact. Would you say bitch stole my look? Bitch stole my look. I'm just look. I'm just saying. I, if I had this look copywritten, we'd be going to court right now. Ooh. What about Bruce Willis though? What about Bruce? Would Bruce Ooh, not have like OG. a safer? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Look, I, 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 I told this to somebody on the show the other day. Like, oh, it was to O'Keefe when he was on. We're talking about, you know, yeah, he looks like me, but he's in better shape, and he's, you know, he's doing that power move of like. Leaning into the camera, no. flexing his biceps. <laughs> no. His shirt That's is like a his shirt's like a medium, you know. It's like a, a somewhere between a small and a medium, and he's got it all cinched. I, I'm pretty sure he got like a scrunchie and pulled it tight in the back. No, so it'd be None even tighter in the chest. Yeah, None absolutely. He absolutely no. did. And no. then he was. I think he was intimidated, John. I think he was really intimidated. And then he was nice and funny. That made it even worse. I'm like, all right, look, dude. If you're gonna be if you're going to steal my look, if bitch going to steal my look, bitch stole my look, <laughs> bitch stole my look, and you're going to play guitar like me, you can't be funny too. You can't do the trifecta. Come on. Like, <laughs> pretty awesome. Yes. So screw that guy. So, no, he was a nice dude. We liked, we liked having him on. And we made it to the whole episode without calling him New Guy Eric, even one time. I was disappointed. I, I, mean, I wasn't avoiding it. It just like didn't come up it was easier to talk about him that way than to him that way. i guess i guess no he was, he was a good dude we liked him i think he's going to do good things for the for the brand for the sport and hopefully a lot of great things for you guys yeah, so, yeah it I would mean, be great like, we'll see literally email me back and i can't tell you in the past how many emails i'd sent previously and like not got anything back and for someone to just walk into that role with such a mammoth task in front of them to spend the time to email back and like not just kind of with a oh this sounds really good like good luck it was really really cool interaction that was a big thing like that just doesn't really happen like, i can't 
email the head of Nike and get someone to just answer me back. Like it's just not going to happen. So I, I think that was a great sign. And not just for us, there's so many people who are in the community that are doing things for certain social causes. And I, I think it gives people a bit of hope from what we were staring down the barrel of kind of people looking at CrossFit last year. I think that's already started to change. And I think that's just going to hopefully keep going one way. Totally. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, thanks for but joining Matt, us just, as usual. No, well, thank you. Honestly, it was absolutely incredible. Hopefully I can wait like a year and then come back and then be like, oh, we have a thousand places and we yes! have all these other people. And then we can talk about then the next plan, which would be even cooler. But um, no, honestly, just thank you. It really, really, really helps. And if anybody listens from those cities that wants to come and do it, like, please just message us, just email us, get in contact. And we just want to be there to help you. We don't want anything back. We literally just want people to do this and prove that it works. So, yeah, I really, really, really appreciate getting this chance to talk about it. Of course. Anytime. Keep us posted on how it's all going, too. I will. And we'll, uh, we'll let you know. And if you, again, like we're going to hopefully do a second set of like media for when the program gets even better and just more videos and stuff. So we're going to need some like famous faces and famous voices and some great memes to throw in there for the community people. So it would be lovely to kind of tap you guys up for that later on down the line. Well, Nikki's shitty at memes, so I'll handle that part. But I am she, so <laughs> shitty at memes. Sometimes she, I send John like a funny photo of myself, and I'm like, if I were to meme this, how would I do it? And he does it in like, he does like <laughs> 10 of them in two seconds. And I'm like, oh, I was just going to write like that feeling when. Blah. Hey, it's a weird superpower. What can I tell you? <laughs> I'm no Thor. I mean, you know, no Chris <laughs> Helmsworth, but do my little part over here. All right. Well, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, for everyone listening, thanks for joining. Make sure you go check out the Battle Cancer website uh, and uh, get more details. And uh, until next time, we will chat with you guys soon.